Welcome back, creepy cats. We're back with our second story of killer twins who might have experienced a case of folia dough. This week's story is disturbing, and again, murder will be involved. Listener discretion is advised. All right, Melissa, you want to get right into the story? Let's get into it. Okay, we're talking about Sabina and Ursula Erickson. Twins, of course. So they were born, and okay, there is not much known about their childhood, so let's just preface with that. It's hard to find out any information about them, but they were born in Sweden in 1967, and they had an older sister named Mona and an older brother named Bjorn. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce the B and the J? I think so. Yeah. There were no reported incidents of mental illness or trauma. Um, so by the time they were 33, Ursula was living in the United States and Sabrina was in Ireland with her child and a partner. So they're twins and they're living in different countries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. I couldn't find anything either about... Um, Are they friends? <laughs> it never even says. <laughs> and I couldn't find anything about Sabina having a husband yeah. or anything. Or anything about Ursula's kids. How many, if they're... Nothing. It just said, hmm, husband and children. Or it didn't even say husband. It just said partner, so... I mean, I guess, I guess they were born in the 60s. I don't know. Maybe... I don't know. I, you would still think. Yeah, you're right, but we'll um, let that... I did... Okay, wait. I did hear, though, on the Case File podcast, because they covered this, they claimed that some classmates said the twins kept to themselves and had tendencies to violence. But that's the only time I heard that, and they didn't list anything, so I don't know. But Ursula came to her sister's house in Ireland. We don't know why, because, again, there's no information that's known. So the pair met up at Sabina's house, and so they had, early in the morning the next day, they went to Liverpool. So they headed to Liverpool, but again, it's odd because they said that they went to, they went to Liverpool, which meant that you would have to take a ferry from where she was in Ireland, but no one could confirm that they had seen them on the ferry. So that's just kind of weird, because you would think that someone would have been like, yeah, these two twins... So once they were in Liverpool, it was around 8.30 in the morning, and they both went to the St. Anne Police Department, and Sabina reported concerns about the safety of her children back in Ireland. The Liverpool uh, Police Department contacted the police in Dublin, where Sabina lived, and they learned that she had had a fight with her partner. So the police just said that they would follow up on it. And why they went all the way from Ireland to Liverpool to tell the police again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. Why, why would you just not go down the street and say that? But I mean, I guess, yeah, they don't have cell, cell phones. Wait, what year is this? Yes, they do. It's 2000. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. They might have cell phones. Yeah, it seems that a phone you could call. 
Okay. I'll let it keep going. I'll let it keep going. So around 11.30 that morning, the woman left the police station and they boarded the National Express coach that was headed for London. But by 1, the women had been dropped off at a Kiel station, which I guess is just like a bus station. That wasn't an intended stop. Hmm. So based on some articles I read, the bus driver said that the women were acting very strangely on the bus. And he said that they were clutching onto their bags and they wouldn't put them in the little baggage areas that they have. And so he pulled over and he kind of asked them to check their bags, but they wouldn't let him. So he kind of like kicked them off the bus and put them at the station. Wow. (laughs) They're pretty strict on these buses. Yeah. But another thing that's odd is that so... Later on, like, when police filed reports, they said that the twins were feeling unwell, and that's why they had gotten off the bus. That's what they said? Yeah. Oh. But that's not what the bus driver said. Hmm. Do they have footage? Do you know? Not on... No. Not there. But... So, they're at the Kiel station, and they're... So, the bus driver called the manager there... And said, basically, that they were acting really weird and he wasn't going to let them back on the bus. He is a savage. (laughs) So. It's kind of sad. Oh, yeah. But then the manager got really concerned because she saw them, again, holding their bags and, like, whispering back and forth. And so she was like, are they, do they have explosives or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she called the police and the police came um, and I guess they searched them. Now, I did see one thing on Reddit saying that they searched their bags and they had a bunch of cell phones and just, like, a passport, but I don't know how someone on Reddit found that, and I didn't in all my research. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like some that would be, if that was true, that would be more well-known, but oh well. Yeah. Take but, it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I guess that's neither here nor there. But the police arrived. Yeah, so the police came. Um, They did not take the twins into custody. They said that they didn't see them as the threat. And they were just harmless and just a little odd. And they told the manager that the twins claimed that they were going to travel to London. This is when shit really pops off. So then, because all of this is on camera... So then the twins then were seen walking along the median of a highway, M6, at around 3.20. And the show called Motorway Cops caught the entire <laughs> incident on film. What? A yeah. show? Yep. A TV show? Yep. Like, how? It's basically, so imagine cops. You know how cops yeah. Oh my god. Imagine that, but it was just... The English version? Yeah, it was all just stuff on the highway. Motway. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Oh my god. So the sisters attempted to cross the highway, but it was a major highway, obviously. So there was chaos for a second. (sighs) And Sabina was slightly clipped by a Fiat Leon. So, the highway agency and the motorway police both arrived, and they had the women on the side of the road. 
And this is when, like, the show really pulled up and started filming because they were in the same Oh, room. my God. Yeah. <clears throat> so, they were, everything was fine. They pulled up and, yeah, the cameras were rolling and it kind of just seemed, like, a little boring. And the women were just, the twins were standing there just talking. And then, all of a sudden, Ursula runs from the officer and literally jumps into traffic. And I swear to God... It's like a fucking tractor trailer or something that runs <gasps> It's huge. Like, it was a huge truck going 60 miles an hour. Just runs her over. Straight up. Like, the, like you literally, <gasps> trigger warning, you literally just see her shoe kind of, like, spin and spin out. And uh, her legs are totally crushed. <gasps> Does the truck keep going i mean or does yeah. it stop like oh my okay, god but- that's horrible for whoever's driving that truck because you obviously like would not expect that but like oh my why would you ever just jump right into traffic girl so that was that and so as she got ran over the police and responders are like they're just yelling oh my god basically and her sister, Sabina, jumps out onto the highway and then gets hit by a car. And she smashes the windows like it's something you would see in a movie. Smashes the w- windshield. With her body? Yeah. And goes, I think, over the car. Oh. My. And this is all, like I said, on film. I have no words that is so scary like thinking about being there and seeing that first of all but i just can't imagine like what triggered them like they were talking and everything was fine and then bam right into the but they said they were walking in the median on the highway anyway yeah before i'm surprised they didn't try to take them away from the highway when they got there so responders immediately cared for the twins because they were already there. Oh my god, I can't believe clipped. just having to like they would just have to shut down the whole highway right then and there. Like, and the the cameras are like still rolling. So, and the people on the show are there? Are they just yeah. talking? Yeah, they're all like, oh my god, like what? They're all just like, it's crazy. So trigger warning, it's about mm-hmm. to get gross. Ursula, she her leg is clearly broken, like you can see it in different go in different ways. Ew. Yeah. So the weird thing is, yeah, so Ursula's leg was all busted. She was on the ground busted clearly. Sabina was laying over there. She was unconscious at first. So Ursula, when they started to run over to get her help because her legs were smashed, she started screaming and swearing at them and saying you aren't allowed to do this. And then she was saying, like, help, I want the police. She was, like, cussing them out. And they are like, we are the police. And she said, like, why did you do this and stuff? Are they on drugs? No. But, okay, no, but, so then the paramedics sedated her, so now they are, yeah. Oh. So Ursula is, I think she needs sedated. So she probably, so that, she, like, got sedated, and in the meantime, Sabina wakes up, and, because she just, like, she's, like, not really bleeding or anything, but she kind of just hit her head from what happened, obviously, and she looks around, and she's all confused, and the first responder is trying to help her. And be like, you know, lie back down. But this bitch gets up 
and starts to try and run away. And the first responder is like, no, you've been hurt. And she's trying to like, grab on her jacket and stuff. And this bitch, like, shrugs her off and just punches her in the face. <gasps> the paramedic. Yeah. The first responder. Yeah. How is she not... Yeah, like, people said that they, like, thought that she had, like, inhuman strength. What the hell? Mm -hmm. I don't understand how they're not somehow on drugs. Because they say that happens when you're on drugs. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand how you could get hit by a full-blown car. Yeah. And and just get up and punch another human in the face. They have that on film, too. Like, they're standing right there. (laughs) They have all that on film. This whole thing's on film. And I read in an article on Vice that someone said that she was said they're going to steal your organs. And then she ran over across the other side of the highway. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And the first responders are just like, what, what the hell? What are they running from? A lot of them said, like, they have to be on something. That's still what I think. Something is not mm-hmm. right. Because I don't understand how you would have that much strength after getting hit by a car. And then... Mm-hmm. Not care about how your sister is. She's got her legs crushed. So, yeah. Ursula was taken to the hospital. She was obviously in critical condition. But Sabina, they captured her somehow. But when they captured her, she was totally cooperative. And she was fine with them. I saw that. I read that she was, like, calm. And she was almost being flirty with them. Like, Ew. they didn't even handcuff her on her ride home from the police station to, I think, the hospital why oh my god they should be prepared for the worst at this point (laughs) yeah they're yeah you're right they're already kind of doing a shitty job whatever (laughs) yeah and they questioned her about like how you know her history of mental illness or anything and she said no she didn't have any she didn't say anything about her sister um (laughs) they didn't find any drugs or alcohol when they did a test on ursula in the hospital (sighs) they didn't find any drugs or alcohol on them um, but Sabina, when she was being questioned, did say something a little weird. She said that, like, there's a saying in Sweden that accidents never come alone, so they always come in twos. What the hell? Mm-hmm. They're, like, the typical, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> I think it's Swedish twins. Like, aren't the twins on, on Big Mouth? <laughs> aren't they Swedish <laughs> That's, like, what I'm thinking of right now, like, them two, when they grow up. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, keep going. That's crazy. Right? I really thought they would be, have drugs or something. So just listen to how crazy, like, they should make a movie off this or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, Samina gets released. Oh, so, okay, so the next day, she went to trial, and she got found guilty of assaulting a police officer and, like, running on a highway, and they sentenced her <laughs> to one day in jail. That's but, a crime? Running on the highway? Uh, okay, I don't know if that was exactly it. It was some crime. Something like that. Something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get, I'm sure, like, public disturb. yeah, okay. And so, they sentenced her to one day, but she had been in jail that night, so obviously it was time served. Well, so... She got out that night, literally left... And ran the- back into traffic. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. I was going to say, lock her up for good. Oh my god, no. Even worse, bitch. So, once she was released, she literally leaves the station and runs into these two guys. She has, like, all of her shit in a plastic bag because that's just what they gave her. I read that it was, like, a laptop and just 
some clothes and money. And so she ran into a 54-year-old guy named Glenn Holinshed, Holinshead, and his friend Peter Malloy. So they were just walking home from a local pub, and Glenn had his dog with him. And so they saw her standing across the street and said that she just looked like she needed help, basically. And so she yelled at them from across the road and said how pretty Glenn's dog was. She better not hurt the dog. The dog will be fine, I promise. All right. So the men walked over to her and just made small talk. And she told them that she needed a bed and breakfast to stay the night. And Glenn, being a very nice person, according to Peter, said that um, Sabina could stay with him for the night. What? Oh, wow. They're very nice. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that is very, very nice. And I'm assuming they didn't think this little sweet-looking girl was... Had just run out into traffic Mm -hmm. and assaulted somebody the previous day. But, man, I just don't see how this is going to end well in any way. No. So, so Peter said that um, she... Sabina was, like, a little more talkative and stuff once they came back to the house. But whenever they asked about her sister, she wouldn't say anything. Like, I guess she told them that her sister was in the hospital, but after that, wouldn't say anything about it at all. Hmm. But so then... Why even bring it up then? Right? (laughs) What was the point? So then they... They said that... Peter said that she was acting really paranoid all of a sudden. Like, she started to go out to the window and kind of look around and move the curtains back and keep looking outside, all paranoid as hell. That's creepy. Yeah. And at one point, she offered them cigarettes, and they took them. And when one of them was about to spark up, she was like, she took them out of their hand real quick and was like, no, those could be poisoned. But she had been smoking them before. Uh, Something is wrong with them. Yeah. Like, they're not normal. I wonder... But the police obviously didn't even... Let me just say this. The police, before when they were at the police station, never gave her a psych evaluation or anything. It was just basic questioning. That's what I was wondering. No. But I'm sure that'll be revealed eventually. No, they didn't. They didn't. They said that they didn't. Never? Well, no, back before when she was at the police station previously. Yeah. Okay. But, um... So, anyway. That's annoying. Yeah. So, Peter was saying that, yeah, he was kind of getting paranoid because of how weird she was being. Yeah, I would be freaked out. Now so, he left. going to spend the night, too. Ooh. Oh, Peter no. left because it wasn't his house, and Glenn was the one who invited her back. Yikes. That's how <laughs> so he did. That does not sound good. And, yeah. He said that he, she seemed normal, too. Like, she didn't really seem like she had been in a car accident or anything, either. Which is weird because she was hit really hard, but she seemed to be fine. So then the next day, around it was around lunch, Glenn phoned his brother, Paul, because he worked at a hospital, and asked about Ursula, but nothing else was wrong besides that. He just asked, and I guess Paul said he was looking at it. <laughs> so then later that evening, around 7, Glenn went outside and asked his next-door neighbor, Frank, for just some spare tea bags. Uh, the neighbor was working on his car, and so he said he would bring them over later. So Glenn went inside and then literally within a minute came back outside, staggering, bleeding, (gasps) stabbed multiple times uh, to the chest and one to the heart. 
And he was saying to Frank, I've been stabbed and she stabbed me. And he collapsed. And Frank just called the police and sat with him. And I read, I think, on Vice, maybe. I'm not sure. But I read that apparently his last words to Frank were, look after my dog for me. No. I know. That's so sad. Mm -hmm. I just want to cry. Did Frank look after the dog? I couldn't find any information about that. Oh, he fucking better have. I'll be really upset if Frank didn't take care of the dog. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm happy that the dog survived. Okay, so listen to this. sounded like a great guy, obviously, to take this girl in. Yeah. And that's what his last wor- words are. He cares about his dog. That's so nice. Oh, I, I know. keep going. Okay, so listen to this part. This part's so... This part's pretty graphic. <laughs> so... Sabina fled after she stabbed Glenn five fucking times. She Uh. runs away with a hammer. And so she's next seen running down the street, hitting herself (gasps) in the head with the hammer. Hitting herself in the head with the hammer. I know. Girl. Girl. (laughs) I'm not okay. I know. So a passing motorist saw her and saw that what she was doing and she was bleeding and he pulled over and he tried to help no no let her be at this point don't even help her but he started wrestling with her for control of it and she like was not letting go so it got to the point where she somehow overpowered him and hit him in the back of the head with a piece of roof tile that was in her pocket How do these girls have superhuman strength? Oh my gosh, they are just wreaking havoc. Like, literally anybody in her path. Yep. (laughs) Taking them down. Yep. Wow. The the motorist (laughs) called the police and the paramedics, because obviously he's hurt at this point. And they immediately went after her. And she fled. And she ran up to a bridge... And jumped on the railing and jumped 40 feet to the road below. She broke both her ankles and fractured her skull. But she survived. What? Of course she did. Are you kidding me? Right, meow. I wish. That. I was trying so hard to think of a funny cat pun I could say back. Yeah, I got... I don't have any other ones. That's the only one I can use, really. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Not just... Why hurt other people, though? I don't Like, know. why not just hurt yourself if that's what you want to do? But... So then, meanwhile, investigators at the scene of the murder could obviously confirm that she did it because they found, like, her DNA and a ring of hers and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure she made absolutely no efforts to hide any of it. Yeah. So now her legs are all bust, or yeah, her ankles are busted as well. Just like her sister. Yeah. And so she's in custody now and she's in the hospital. Um, and so as soon as she was released from the hospital, she was taken into custody for the murder. Um, so yeah. So she went on this. I don't actually know. Okay, so they were trying to... The 
trial got pushed back because they were having trouble getting her medical documents sent from Sweden because where she was born. So that took a while for it to happen. But when it finally did, so she she at first was charged with murder, but she pled not guilty and she pled guilty to the lesser charge um, after the trial was pushed back. And so when she was examined by the medical examiners from the defense and the prosecution, both of them agreed that she was mentally unstable at the time that she committed the murder. Um, so the defense there... I would agree. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. I wonder how much they got paid to say that. I know, right? Yeah, like, um, I no. clearly think that That's- she ran out into traffic a good sum of, what, three times, punched people in the face, killed somebody, mm-hmm. hit herself and another with a hammer. <laughs> but... I mean, obviously, no. That take that takes a lot to know everything with mental yeah, illness. So I'm it's sure. nothing to take away, but it's just it's funny. Okay, so yeah, let's get that clear. So they they both obviously agreed that she was mentally unstable. Um, the defense, their conclusion for her mental illness was induced delusional disorder, a madness of two people. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Like your story. Girl. Mm-hmm. So we know all about that. So crazy. And they said that... So their whole defense was that after Ursula jumped into the motorway, that... Is her sister... Wait, can we pause? Is her sister just in the hospital this whole entire time? Yeah. Like, her legs are all busted, but she's fine. Wow. That's crazy. Do you know how long she's in the hospital? No, it didn't really say, but she, so, I mean, now that she brought it up, she, um, when she was fine, she was just released. They didn't charge her with anything, and I mean, she didn't hurt anybody. She didn't punch anybody in the face, so. I guess she just ran out to traffic. But didn't she do, yeah, I guess she did first, yeah, But listen, true. Ursula is the one who is from the United States, so. <gasps> Creepy. She left, like, she's in the United States right now. Do you know where? That. Washington, I believe. Well, I don't know if that's where she is now. Okay, so let me just say that. Don't come for me if she's listening to this. I <laughs> just heard that it was uh, the... I think of the article of Vice said that it was in Washington. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But anyway, back to Sabine's trial. Sabina. So... <laughs> So that was, yeah, their defense. And the prosecution agreed. Uh, what? So, and, like, yep, yeah, you're completely right. <laughs> yeah, and I read that the prosecution never even showed the video of what happened on the motorway. I don't know if they weren't wow. allowed. Like, I don't know if maybe the judge was like, no, that doesn't matter because it was the next day. It was, like, days later. I mean. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I don't know. It was the next day. Mm-hmm. So eventually the charges were um, manslaughter. And yeah, so the murder charge was dropped. She was charged with manslaughter caused by a rare and temporary form of sanity. Insanity. Excuse me. That's what the judge said. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm not because it definitely seems like she is very mentally ill, but... Yeah. So she got five years. What? But... 
uh, only served about two. <gasps> Prior to her release, she was seen by a police surgeon, a psychiatrist, and a social worker. So all those people are not the police. They're medical people. Mm-hmm. And what did they say? They claim that she suffered no mental illnesses and was fit to go back into society. She was, I think they said, low risk. What the hell? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And she was silent the entire time. The entire trial. Anytime they asked her anything, she said no comment. And, Yeah. And because, so because the medic saw her as being mentally stable, the judge was not able to recommend her getting hospitalization unless the psychiatrist on both sides recommended it. But both of them agreed that she was mentally fit. Both prosecution and defense psychiatrist said that she was mentally fit and low risk. So the judge couldn't do anything. To let her back out in society. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Did she they got, ever even... Did she... So, she never even said why she killed that dude. No. Every time they would ask, she said no comment. I couldn't find anything, obviously, about what she said to anybody else. There's, like, so... It's so hard to find information about them. Yeah, and I'm sure because it happened in another country, it's even harder. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, um, she served two and a half years and was released. And, um, nothing is literally known about her since. That is so creepy. Like, mm-hmm. she could be anywhere. And, like I said, Vice claimed that Ursula could meet in Washington. I just, like, don't understand how you can do all that and then they just say you're fine. I mean, I get it. I get Falanza, but that is just, like, insane to me, especially for it to just come on that quick, because okay. they were only together that fat, like, only a mm. couple days. Okay, so one, let's get to some theories, and oh, we'll yes. conclude. One that I read, so, this is, like, probably, most likely what happened, I guess. They said that they gave them, they gave Sabina that sedative, and maybe it didn't kick in until, like... I get well, I guess whenever she got to the hospital and was with like the, after she jumped on the car and stuff, they said that maybe the reason why she was so calm with the police was because they gave her a sedative and it didn't kick in until then. So then they said that it it kicked in then and she was sedated and so she was fine with the police and then she left. And as her night went on with Glenn and Peter, it started to wear off. And she got more crazy. And then the next night, or, and then, yeah, the next day, it probably just kept wearing off. And then she was, she she lost her shit. That was basically. But at that point, she's not even with her sister. No. That was basically what the, what the defense kind of said. And that's, like, the only thing I can find that's, like, that's legit or confirmed or anything. Because the next theories that I have are not really anything. 
I mean, okay, so one thing we will say is that the only thing I could read about their family or anything is that their brother, Bjorn, said that their his sisters were going to... He said that his sisters were running from maniacs and what? they didn't want to be gang raped. Ew. But, like... I don't even... But it's like, I thought they weren't even together. Like, they haven't been together for that long. Mm-mm. He said but that was But then they did call said, about their gr- the daughters, didn't they? About mm-hmm, their kids. Mm-hmm. So... But they said that maybe that was... He said that was why they jumped into traffic in the first place. He didn't have any comment on the murder. From what I could read. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he didn't say who... No. They were running from? No. Hmm. He said just a group of guys. I feel like it's the government. Girl. Are mm-hmm. we going to get into that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then I'll save my comment. So, and honestly, I'm sorry. All these theories are from Reddit. That's all I can find. Because there's hey, nothing Reddit known about some this. some good theories. I mean. And the only thing that, I mean, honestly, the, the conclusion could be exactly what the defense and the prosecution agreed upon. That that's what happened to them. And yeah. it was a mental break. We don't know why. But, yeah, I guess so. But let's have some fun with some theories because why not? Yes. So these are all from Reddit. Don't judge. Someone on Reddit believed they said that a ton of people in the town said that Glenn was not this nice guy that they portrayed. And that Sabina could have been a prostitute. And that she went back to Glenn's house and stabbed him because he wouldn't pay her. Like, maybe after he called Paul, he realized that she was crazy or something. And he stabbed her. That was what someone said. They said a lot of people in the town believe that. Hmm. I would quickly say I don't believe that, but for some reason it's kind of like when small towns believe things. Yeah. It's like... But it's also kind of... That's also really sad. Like, if he's dead and he didn't do anything to talk down on his name like that. Yeah. He that out there, so... That's for sure, too. So, that's messed up. Because if that happened, or um, if that didn't happen and people are just, like, saying that, that doesn't look good on him. So, people shouldn't talk about people. And that's it's true. But I also, yeah, I kind of feel like when small town gossip can definitely be true. But then it can also be complete bullshit. Mm -hmm. So I can see that going either way. Like, who are you, dude, on Reddit? Like, provide me the Yeah, also true. How do you... Drop drop a pin. Prove me. So true. How do you know that? Like, I always need people from Reddit to give me a link so I know it's real. Send me your location. That's all. Yeah. (laughs) Send me the link. So that's just number one. Hmm. Number two. And number two and and number three are kind of similar. So number two is that the twins were part of the MKUltra government mind control tests. What the hell is... So I guess this is all from Wikipedia. I'll just read the straight quote off Wikipedia. So shout out to them. Experiments on humans... The MKUltra testing was experiments on humans that were intended to identify and develop drugs and procedures to be used in interrogation in order to weaken the individual and force confessions through mind control. Why would you even want to do that? Like, 
I don't understand. But it's, yeah. Like, America's fucked up. Why would you even do that? That is fucked up. But it's also, like, if it was both of them, they're, they haven't been together that long. I don't understand how that could happen so quickly. I mean, the gang rape thing, yeah, that could happen quicker. Like, that could happen in one night, but... I don't know. Maybe one had a breakdown and called her sister. Like, I feel like maybe it was Sabina. I maybe she told know. her. Maybe and it then, happened to one, yeah, and they just told the other about it. Well, yeah. So maybe. maybe. I don't know. Uh, and so, yeah, techniques from MK Ultra were drugs like LSD and chemicals, electroshocks, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse. Ew, what the and hell? torture. That's literally a straight quote, all of that from Wikipedia. Sorry, trigger warning. What the fuck? And these were done as experiments. Yeah, and someone on Reddit was like, well, yeah, an officer pointed out that they were communicating almost non-verbally. So then someone else, too, so then this next theory is kind of similar. Someone said that... Ew, wait, like through their head? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, shit. Like what we do all the time. Basically, because we're mind-controlled cats. <laughs> Just kidding. So, the next theory is kind of similar. It's that the twins were victims of... It's a drug called (laughs) BZ. You're just going to say B. (laughs) B, bitch. (laughs) The little B drug. The B is for that bitch. (laughs) It's an odorless powder that severely affects the mind and the body. Ew, that's creepy. And apparently it was created in Sweden. Around the same time of M40 testing with the same intention. (gasps) Maybe it was, like, both. Girl. And it said, uh, yeah. It said that they were testing its effects on the body and the brain, and the U.S. was really interested in using it for chemical warfare. Of course And tested it in Maryland from 1955 to 1975. Wow. That's seizures and agitation are a side effect of that. Yeah, and it definitely seemed like they were, like maybe I don't know, they agitated. saw police and they were having a flashback of some government testing, and that's why they True. were like, I don't know. but at the same time, like if the twins were born in nineteen sixty seven, it said that a lot of this I think happened more in like the earlier. 50s and the 60s. Oh, they, so that would have been weird. Of, they would have had to have been, like, babies. <laughs> yeah, so at the same time, it's kind of weird that this incident, all this bullshit went down in 2000. That's kind of weird because it's just, like, but... Uh. So that's why those theories, like, they're fun, but obviously they're Reddit theories, and I don't really think that... Because, like, yeah, they would... that's like, true. You know what I mean? All of that happened way earlier. I don't think that any of those Reddit theories were, like... I mean, that that testing is, like, crazy. And maybe we can talk more about that in a later episode. And just... Because that is just wild. But I don't necessarily think that there's that much evidence. But wait, didn't she say... Didn't the one girl say... The one twin on the motorway said that... Like, the people are going to get her or something like that? Something along those lines? One of them, yeah, said something about, like, you did this to me. 
And they're gonna steal your organs. Yeah, that's what she said. Mm. They're gonna steal your organs. Like that's really weird. Straight up. Like, where did that came come from? I don't know. But so there is one more theory, and it, this also kind of goes along with what the defense said. We'll wrap it up with this: that maybe the twins were just having a suicide pact, and that's why they jumped together on the highway. Uh. Why the rest? I don't necessarily... I mean, maybe that was something that played into it with the other, um, like, their psychosis, their breakdown together. That could have played into it, but I don't think that that was totally it, because obviously Sabina stabbed someone after, so, I mean... Yeah, I agree. Like, that would have had nothing to do with it. I probably do agree with maybe what the prosecution and the defense said. It I mean, she did jump so... off that bridge, too, after she stabbed the guy. So, maybe that's why. Yeah, you're right. And after she hit herself in the head with the hammer. I'm really surprised they both survived. I really for I sure know. thought one of them was going to die. And that, to me, is People crazy. said, I thought to that's someone, weird. someone was like, they're possessed. Ew, I don't like that at all. <laughs> That's crazy, though, thinking that they had so much strength, like, yeah, and they both survived all that stuff. Like, I kind of, when you were telling the story, did think it was going to be some sort of government testing stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, the government, if they were testing, it's not like they would cover, I mean, um, like, leave things unturned. Like, they would cover their tracks, so mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. That one's really crazy, and it's, like, crazy that they don't really know much about them now. I know. Because I wish they would tell us. I know. Well, like I said, it, it, the judges, the judge, their hands were kind of tied because they couldn't really do anything because they couldn't have her go to a hospital because the psychiatrist yeah. didn't say so. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and there's one more thing I saw, too. I saw one more thing on the internet that after all of this happened, um, so in t- Vice, this was also Vice said that in 2012, an anonymous video was loaded to the internet that showed two police officers from that day claiming that the sister should be given an M6 evaluation, and that's a clause in the Mental Health Act. That police can detain and evaluate someone if they're having a mental incident. Yeah, they should have. So basically, this video was linked and people were kind of pissed because uh, if the M6 was given, she would have been found to be having a psychotic break. And, uh, you know, probably the murder would have never happened. Yeah. I'm assuming, and I'm pretty sure that Vice said that the police were trying to have it destroyed by whoever took it. So that's just another kind of, like, interesting tidbit about it, kind of. Um, wow, that's crazy. You wonder, you wonder if there's any more footage that they told them to destroy of what yeah, happened. Yeah, I wonder that, too. I wonder if the um, TV show t- took more footage. It makes you think. I'm sure people, and I'm sure if they were, like, on a highway or just around in general, I feel like there would be more footage. So it definitely does make you think, because it could be government stuff. Straight up. Government could be making them delete it. They always are. That was I don't trust anybody, anything. (laughs) Me either. My mind is blown. I know. I can't handle it. 
If I jump into traffic, will you jump after me? Probably. <laughs> but I wouldn't get up and punch somebody afterwards. Has that girl ever done an interview? Do you know? Yeah. I really? Saw that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. She's like, she just punched me in the The thing. first responders were very nice, but... Oh, yeah. that's sad. Go, you can go watch the videos out there, people. That's my recommendation. But like I said, trigger warning. They're pretty graphic. What a crazy story. Yep. <laughs> we just ended with that. Yeah, let's just end it with that. Let everyone think and go watch the video, I guess. That's really all we can say because my mind is blown. Yeah. can't handle it. I promise we'll never run into traffic together. No, literally, I would never, ever do that. But if we ever did, we'd record it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never get up and punch people or go harm anybody. Ever. No. Thank you for listening. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at Ew, that's creepy podcast. Or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.